Well, good morning, everyone. It feels odd to say good morning, having stood here and sung for the last few songs, but good morning to you all. It's so lovely uh, to be with you here um, on this harvest service and to look out and see so many, I imagine, smiling faces, but the mask kind of disguised that a bit. But I'm, your eyes are twinkling, so I'm imagining there's some smiling going on. Uh, if we haven't met before, my name is Anil Apadu, and I'm the Associate Minister here at Christchurch. And it is really lovely, isn't it, to be here together, to be able to gather together uh, and to celebrate this harvest service uh, together in some way. I know we're distanced, I know we don't have time to have a coffee as we would, but still be able to gather um, and see each other in this way. Uh, Today I have the great privilege of speaking uh, on that passage that was just read to us from uh, John chapter 6, where Jesus says those amazing words, doesn't he? I am the bread of life. Uh, Let me pray as we begin. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of all our hearts be pleasing in your sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer, by your transforming spirit. Bring us into new life in you. Nourish and feed us today and ever in your Son. Amen. When Jesus spoke the words we just heard, He spoke them to a people who are really focused on their physical needs for food, for satisfaction, for work, for things they could feel and touch like bread or manna, things that you could physically hold to meet their needs for each day. Now, I should say at this point, for those who aren't aware, uh, that uh, the manna this text is talking about uh, is how God fed the Israelites thousands of years earlier during their wilderness wanderings. It was like a, a wafer thing that was uh, f- like a flatbread that was sweet like honey and appeared in the morning dew. Um, and God miraculously provided it for the Israelites for those 40 years that they walked in the wilderness. But Jesus takes this crowd and he moves them uh, beyond what they think they need to survive each day, you know, uh, bread and a bit of food and water and such. Uh, But he takes them instead to showing them what they they actually need, where true uh, soul-nourishing, life-satisfying satisfaction can actually be found. Satisfaction that will last uh, beyond a day's meal, but take them through to forever. Uh, My prayer is that uh, we all might leave here today uh, longing to feed on this bread, and to enjoy the life that it gives, being fully satisfied by Jesus Christ, the bread of life. So coming to our passage, we begin with a crowd. Uh, And Jesus has miraculously fed this crowd just the day before um, in the mountainside, you know, the feeding of the 5,000. That's what's happened the the day before this scene takes place. And they've woken up with the kind of uh, sleep-induced coma that a really good meal kind of gives you. Uh, And they start looking around for Jesus. Uh, They hitch a ride in a couple of boats, uh, and eventually they find him. And when we meet Jesus and this crowd together, we hear these two voices. Uh, One of the crowd and one of our Lord Jesus. And what I want to do for the rest of this talk is to basically paraphrase uh, the reading we just heard. uh, And to give voice to it, to interpret it as I go along. Because Jesus is saying some really big stuff here. And I think that this might be a helpful way for us to listen to him. We start with the voice of the crowd who have found Jesus. That's verse 25 of our reading. Teacher, they say, when did you get here? We didn't see you get in the boat with the others. Jesus said, seriously, I tell you. I know that you are not looking for me because of the signs I performed. 
and because I have made many people who were ill well again. Now remember that this was the reason that they had followed Jesus in the first place. His miracles and his signs what led them to follow him up the mountain where he fed 5,000 of them. Jesus continues saying to them, But because I gave you a lot of food, which filled you up, and so you hope that I'll give you more food, so that you'll no longer have to work and go hungry. Don't work for this kind of food. That will go off. But instead, there is a food which endures to eternal life. This is what you should work for, which the Son of Man will give to you, because God approves of him. Straight away, we see, don't we, the crowd and their focus is on the physical stuff, on food, on miracles. But did you notice how Jesus redirects their thoughts and takes them straight to the spiritual? So the crowd reply, okay, we want this food to get eternal life. What kind of work do we need to do to get it? Jesus answered, simple. Believe in the one God has sent. Okay, the crowd say, give us a sign to prove that you are the one God has sent so that we can believe you. Moses gave us a sign. That was to prove that he was sent by God. That sign was manna, the the bread in the desert. Do you notice what's just happened here? The crowd has already seen Jesus' signs. They started following him because of his signs. And only yesterday he'd fed a thousand of them on the mountainside. But like those Israelites some 2,000 years earlier, this wasn't enough for them. They wanted more. So Jesus responds, Moses didn't give you the bread. My father gave you the bread. My father is God. And his bread comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. Okay, say the crowd. Always give us this bread then. To which Jesus declares those most famous words. I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never go hungry. Whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. What an amazing thing to say. For these Galileans... As still for many people in the third world today, bread is the basic stuff of life, isn't it? The basic staple food source. Also, bread is for everyone, isn't it? It's caviar, steak, cake. That might be for some who can afford it, but but bread is for everyone. Jesus is making here a, a universal offer. All people can have access to him, just like bread. But more than that, Jesus, this bread of life, Jesus satisfies forever. He said, whoever comes to me will never go hungry. By receiving Jesus, by believing in him, you can know a fullness so much more satisfying than a a swollen belly after a really good Christmas dinner. A a, a satisfaction which will go on and enrich and satisfy you for the rest of your life, carrying you from this life into the next. 
The bread God gave through his servant Moses, manna, needs to be gathered up and collected each day. It didn't last permanently. It got moldy. It went off. But Jesus doesn't. When you believe in Jesus, when you receive him, the nourishment that you get from your relationship with him won't just satisfy you today and maybe tomorrow, like a, a nice warm piece of toast. No. That relationship provides nourishment for your very soul lasting on until forever. Jesus is the bread of life. I wonder, as we reflect on harvest this year, as we reflect on the things that we're thankful for, are we looking to these things to to satisfy us, to, to fill our inner hole, to make us feel happy or whole or complete? Only Jesus can truly satisfy. Only Jesus can fill your hole and make you whole. Jesus Christ, God's Son, God Himself, this bread of life, He did give His flesh for the life of the world, that all the world might receive through Him eternal life. And this happened nearly 2,000 years ago when he died on a cross. But three glorious days later, on that first Easter morning, by the power of his spirit, God raised Jesus back to life, and he offers us this same life, the same life he gave his son, eternal life, to all who believe in his name. Manna, that bread from God that kept death away one day at a time, it was eaten fresh each day. But Jesus, the true bread that came down from heaven, sent by God, gives everlasting life to all who look to him, who believe in him. Perhaps more than ever, we are looking for things to satisfy us so that we can feel uh, whole, things we can touch and feel and hold. A warm meal, an embrace of a loved one, a coffee with a friend, perhaps even just the touch of a friend's hand in these days of isolation. Longing for these things to satisfy us, to, to fill that hole inside of us, even if only for a moment. Come to Jesus and find in him true, nourishing, deep and soul-warming satisfaction that will carry you through to eternity. If you're sitting here today and you already know of this wonderful relationship with your Savior, if you believe in his name, then feed on him. Feed on him every day, this bread of life in word and prayer and relationship with his people, deepening your knowledge and relationship with God. And perhaps if you're sitting here today and you don't know this kind of satisfaction, wouldn't you like to? Feed on the bread of life in his word and belief. Hear Jesus' words to you this afternoon. I am the bread of life. All who come to me will never go hungry. And all who believe in me will never be thirsty. Come to him. Receive him. And you will find yourself completely satisfied. Please bow your heads to pray. 
Father God, we thank you for your son at this harvest time. That as we think on the good things around us that you give to us, we can praise and thank you for your greatest gift to us, the gift of your son, Emmanuel, God with us. Lord, feed us by your son. That as we feed on his word and in relationship in prayer with you, we will be satisfied, not just for today, but forever taking complete comfort and satisfaction and joy in you. And Lord, for those of us who need that joy and that satisfaction today more than other days, by the power of your spirit, draw us into relationship with yourself. In your son's name and for your glory we pray. Amen.